This is Rumble in the Morning on FM 99. John Hood is here with the news right now. That's right. And the Virginia yeah. Aquarium might be going up for sale. Sweet. And, you guys uh, want to buy it? <laughs> yeah, you know what? I got A buddy of mine knows how to run it. Hey, all right. There you go. He just retired. Okay. My fair. sister's a yeah. vet tech. There you go. Great. We can make this happen. Yep. Yeah. It'd be great. Uh, yeah. I'll, we, I'll text him and see what they want for. We got that going on. And uh, we made a discovery at the bottom of a big lake that equates to basically saying, suck it, China. News brought to you by Pitbull Tobacco and More. Celebrate the holidays with a gift for yourself at Pitbull Tobacco and More. Purchase $100 in gift cards and get a $20 gift card just for you for locals by locals. Well, I will begin with some news that uh, kids aren't going to want to hear in Norfolk. Uh, yeah. Norfolk Public Schools say they're going to be beginning on August 19th for the 2024 school year, which is earlier than they've done in past years. Uh, the school board decided on that at a vote this week that the upcoming academic year calendar is going to begin mid-August and end the last week of May. Now, the other thing they're expecting to hear about, because they're sure kids won't like this, but they're also expecting to hear from teachers because the calendar doesn't include uh, March break that I guess the teachers typically get. Right. So not, they're sure they're going to hear from some teachers about that. Uh, but more sk- school systems across Hampton Roads are doing the same thing. They think they're going to have this earlier start date because they've repealed the King, uh, King's Dominion law back mm-hmm. in 2019. That law, if you're not right. familiar with it, was done in the 80s to kind of benefit tourism-related businesses. It was called the King's Dominion law, but you could have called it like the Oceanfront law or whatever you wanted everybody had that yeah, yeah i mean exactly. everybody people fell in with that that same story and that made it so that schools didn't start till after labor day gave people one last hurrah we need these kids these to work yeah. at our family businesses at the oceanfront and stuff which are mostly populated by russians yeah well you know yeah yeah so. they their kids they wanted to make sure that uh, you had an opportunity yeah. to have a last hurrah for summer but we're done yeah with yeah that. Right. now get back to school kids uh, the city of Virginia Beach is checking out some ideas to maybe sell the Virginia Aquarium and Marine Science Center. Uh, the city council did not fund the aquarium's uh, renovation project that they had, or the budget for them. Uh, they said that it was just going to cost too much. Well, we've got other things going on. The aquarium's looking for two to $300 million over 10 years for improvements. Yeah, it's a lot of dough. Yeah, they say they need to replace a lot of exhibits that are reaching the end of their useful life. They're going to not be able to be, have them anymore. And the problem there is if they have to get rid of the animals, if they have to send them somewhere else while they right. fix these things, then we may not get them back. Yeah. So that being the concern there, they want to get these repairs done before we reach the end of their life. And that way we can get them back, Mm -hmm. make sure these repairs get done while they're here. They say the Sydney's looking at different uh, uh, ownership options and different models, but they're not ruling out selling it to somebody, possibly. Uh, Mayor Bobby Dyer would like to give them the money they want, but he said we've got a lot of obligations going around Virginia Beach, especially with the cost of flood prevention projects continuing to go up. That uh, unfortunately is more. Well, and we got a lot of festivals of the oceanfront to pay for, man. Well, there's that too. I don't know what you're thinking about over there. (laughs) Daniel Peterson, who's the current chair of the Virginia Aquarium and Marine Science Center Foundation, says that time is a factor in this decision. If I've got an exhibit that's going to fail in two years and it's going to take two years to build, I don't have the luxury of waiting 6, 12, 18 months um, for the city to go through this exercise. Which is why they're yeah. looking at maybe finding another buyer for it. Just, I want to. Would it be somebody like uh, the people that operate? I don't know, Sea World or something. There's got to be a consortium. Not, th- you could be pro or against Sea World. Right. Don't, don't take this as a political stance. Of course. But yeah. there has to be somebody that's invested in the live animal business. Has and to be. remember, these animals, the animals at the Virginia Aquarium, are are not zoo specimens. They're mm-hmm. there because they're either being rehabbed or they right. can't be rehomed in the wild. Right. They weren't just collected. To put on display for you. Yeah, exactly They're right. They're very adamant about that, that they, they do the best they can to, to rehab a lot of this stuff and get it back out there. Right. 
And there's some that, there's some that can't, but either way, that gives them a place, like you say, to stay because they can't go back to the wild. Right. No, either way. they'll have to go to another facility. Yeah, and that's yeah. the concern. If some of these exhibits end up mm-hmm. uh, reaching the end of their useful life, is how they described it, right. they'll have to send the animals somewhere yeah. else, and then we risk not getting them back. Sure. Uh, you risk not getting your packages out in time. We're at the end of the week, so I want to remind you about the shipping mm-hmm. deadlines that are upon you. Uh, we're hitting a lot of them as we speak. Uh, the United States Postal Service, the last day for their five-day ground advantage in first-class mail is tomorrow, as a heads-up on that. Yeah. Uh, priority mail, by the way, will be Monday for them. Uh, after yeah. that, you've got the uh, UPS. UPS, they have uh, their three-day select is still good until the 19th. FedEx, though, we already passed one of their limits. That was the ground economy shipping. That mm-hmm. uh, was on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've got another one today, FedEx Ground and Home. They say today is the last day for that. And over the course of the next seven days, yeah. we're going to hit a lot of these cutoffs. So if you have packages you need to send, you got to get on it. Uh, I had a friend... Oh, I can't remember what they ordered, uh, and uh, they got a note back saying we can't ship it. it. They've already reached some of these thresholds, man. And depending it, on who you, who you know, depending on who you're working with, because right. not everybody will offer these shipping options right, on yeah. their website. Yeah, and you they know? also say you can go to almost all these places' websites and check, and they will have limits for certain things depending on where it's going. If you're trying to ship sure. it to Saskatchewan, I don't know, maybe it doesn't make it there on time. Yeah, right. But they've got limits on that, but you can go check all of them yourself, make mm-hmm. sure it'll get there. But they're just giving you the, the general limits they have. Yeah. So go check them out. Make sure your package gets well, where it's got to go. We have several advertisers on our show that have to ship. Right. So they and, but, I mean, we're in touch with all of them, and they're all still thumbs up. Well, that's so, great news. You know, if it's a Pajamagram or Omaha or whatever it happens to be. I'm just, well, that, I just happen to know because I, I work with these guys every year, and yeah. when, when they pull the plug, they tell you. And one thing I'm going to give you a little credit for is you're very on top of that, too. You really pay attention to the limits on the shipping. Like, you're even behind the scenes. We try. Yeah. Well, I see you all the time. You're you're asking people, and you're trying to make sure that things can still get there in time, or we still, you know. But somebody's got their whole, you know, Christmas is based on this. If you can't get it there, we don't want you. I agree with you. I just like the fact that you're so diligent about it. want to be good about it. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Uh, the House passed the $886 billion package that will give a 5.2% pay bump to the military, which is great go. news. Yeah. Also includes investments in it to boost uh, some stuff going on with China and Russia. Uh, speaking of China, by the way, well, they can suck it because apparently yeah. we found about $540 billion worth of lithium in a lake here in America. I was going to ask if that was lithium. This is a big deal. Yeah, this is a huge deal. It's being called white gold. Uh, that's with how they described it. Yeah. Uh, it's at the bottom of a lake in Southern California. Uh, they say it's the largest lake in the U.S. state that was being studied by scientists uh, as part of a research project by the Department of Energy. They had done some drilling and found some lithium down there, yeah, but they didn't know it was quite this much. Uh, this much lithium, they say, 18 million tons at the bottom of this lake, right? Will make it. Uh, will be the leader in producing this over China now, okay. if we can access it. <clears throat> now, interesting because it's in California, and I lived in Southern California, mm-hmm. and they held up a highway project because they found some speckled otter or something living in the creek between right. two ends of a piece of highway. It took years to close that thing off. Right. Environmentally, is this going to happen? Uh, that's a bunch of questions they're going to have. I mean, they say there's about 180,000 residents who live nearby who could be affected by anything they have to do there, the drilling yeah. and all this stuff. Oh, yes. The water supply comes from the Colorado yeah. River, and they say it'll take a ton of water to make this work. Sure. Uh, and it's, they have to do what they say, geothermal uh, wells they have to use, where the lithium's actually in the brine way down in Okay, the water. so they have to go down and suck it up? Basically, yeah. Then they have to remove it from that, and then they can pump the water back in. But, all right. 
they've got to have they've got to have water on the outside to make this work too. Oh, the whole so project. they're pushing it through. Yeah, exactly. So really, they can't just use the water from the top. To I guess through the bottom. Yeah, okay. I can't claim to understand right. the whole process. Sure, they're sure. No, you read a news story. Yeah. I get it. Right. Yeah. No, I'm just. <laughs> I I'm get just it. Saying, yeah, yeah. yeah. The general outline is they're going to need the extra water to make it work, too. Yeah. And this could affect a lot of things. So it will, of course, run into, I'm sure, mm-hmm. several environmental challenges. But we'll see if they can make it happen because it would be a huge thing for uh, America in general as far as being a lithium producer. All right. So you know where lithium goes? Uh, car batteries for electric vehicles. Yes. Yeah. And, and you know that the electric vehicle market is going to hell. Right. Because of reliability issues. And the other issue is going to be, into the future, we're trying to get out of the carbon business, and this was going to be a huge hurdle. Yes. So this is the gateway. Yes, exactly right. They say that there would be enough down there to create, uh, they said, 382 million electric vehicles. Which That's is a lot. I substantial and other amount things, of vehicles. And other things. Understand all your power tools run on lithium batteries now. All, yeah. So many things. They're just using, if, yeah. if we were just looking at electric vehicles, right. how many could we make? You know, that's the idea. What happened to hydrogen? What happened to hydrogen, the most plentiful element in all of the universe that we question. were going to power cars with? Remember that? And the, uh, the byproduct was water? Yeah. What did happen to I don't hydrogen? know. Wait, we just give up on this? Too dangerous? Too unstable somehow? I know there was always concerns about that, but I, I always wondered, you know, because that was all based off yeah. of some old information and sure, things, and sure. I, I wonder if yeah. maybe it's still being worked on, but we've just kind of yeah. not, we don't talk about it as much. It's maybe a little more taboo sounding. Word on know. the street is that the, the vehicle of the future is, is, is more refined hybrid. Okay. Combo of fossil and electric. Which cuts down the carbon emissions and everything, but... Could cut them in half easily. Which would still be a huge reduction. Sure, sure. And use less. Yeah. And and the electric vehicle technology portion is so much better than it used to be. Right. Although it's, you know, what was the reliability factor was not good on that. Right. Well, ask Tesla. They're recalling two million cars. I wonder, and I I don't know this... Other than that, though, it's... I know, I know that it's a whole thing if you yeah. learn to work on you know, internal combustion engines oh, yeah. or electric engines or hybrid engines. They're all very different. And uh, I oh, wonder, yes. But I wonder yeah. what's, more ex- what's more expensive long term. Is it more expensive to have to work on one type of engine that's all either internal combustion oh. or electric or the hybrid? I think electric engines, I think, are simple, simplish. Compared, Simplish okay. compared to combustion engines with all of their movable parts and whatnot, but I th- but the problem with the electrics is is the battery cells. Yeah, and changing them out is the cost of a car. Yeah, so yeah, if, we've if, seen if that. Yes. something happens, I mean it's the cost of not the car you bought, but it is the cost of a car. It could right. be eighteen grand, twenty grand. Right. You know, you you that light comes on. You might as well drive straight to the junkyard if you can, you know. Ooh. That's a lot of dough. It's a lot of dough. I've just yeah. always wondered when it's a hybrid engine where it's kind of a combination of the oh, two. Oh, right. How do they do it? How do they do that? Two is, separate is, power is plants? Is that more difficult yeah. than the other two, com- you know, on their on their own? I don't know. I have yeah. to believe that the electric assist on that is is somewhat simplistic and you just change it out. You I hope. don't know that there's, there's a lot of... Because really, I mean, you know, electric motors are, are coils. Yeah, uh, a lot of coiled wire and that right. kind of stuff. At their basic, I mean, these are obviously high performance. I'm not exactly sure how those are made. No, they but get a lot of performance out of them. Yeah, but they don't have a lot of moving parts. Fair, okay. Yeah. I was just curious. It's one of those things that yeah. I've never really learned much about with these engines. So Ask uh, the yeah. mechanic on the corner. How yeah, no you want to talk about professions that have to pivot? Yeah, these days you got to learn a whole new woo. craft, buddy. Man, yeah, yeah. You know, my grandfather was a master mechanic. Yeah. And I think to myself, if he was still doing that job today, right, right. he'd have to start all over again, basically, with some of these newer the electric engines. The electric sure. Motors. Well, I mean, a lot of this stuff now is computers. You, there's, right. a, there's a port. You plug something in. It gives right. you an error code. Fair. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But 
Here today, it's going to be sunny with a high near 56. Calm winds becoming west around 6 miles per hour in the morning. Tonight, clear with a low around 30. Tomorrow, mostly sunny with a high near 57. And on Sunday, the rain returns. Uh, high near 62 on Sunday, though, so at least it'll warm up a little bit. It is about 30 degrees outside with the news. I'm Sean Hood for Rumble in the Morning on FM 99.